It may be corny, but 30 years later, that song still gives me goosebumps. I know. I know. Maybe it's just me, but it, that was my youth. I'm sorry. It's all about being an American this week, Papa. So it, it, it's corny, but that's me. So thank you for joining us for episode number. What is this now, Chris? 25? We're a quarter of a century epi- through? Something like that. 25. And we got two guests with us today to discuss a little U.S. soccer, a little into Miami. But before we do that, how you doing, Chris? Good. Let me tell you, that song just ran, gave me goosebumps. Goosebumps. Apparently not Ben. Ben, is, ben has no this goosebumps. <laughs> no, this, yeah, this guy's a dead soul is what you are, Ben. So how are you doing, Ben, with your dead asshole? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm not going to lie. The song, get, the song was pumping through my veins. But as soon as Danny said, oh, I, I, might, I might be stupid, I was like, yeah, you definitely are. I just wanted to agree with his statement. <laughs> but uh, no, the song, the song was jumping, man. Hey, man, good to be back. Good to be back, man. Let's get this going. What's going on, Wilson? How you been, brother? Well, on? I'm good. I'm good. No, that song is terrible. I love Hulk Hogan. Actually, <laughs> I, I, really like I like Macho Man. Um, oh, my God. Bruce Springsteen is, is a cornball, too, but his song is a lot better. So you should have put uh, Born in the USA. Nah, man. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Uh, nah, Hulk Hogan's anthem to me is the, the USA slaps way harder than Hulk Hogan. Nah, you're fucking crazy. I get well, what mental image do you get with that song? With with Hulk Hogan, I get bloody face WrestleMania seven waving the flag after beating Iran's yeah. ass to Soldier Slaughter. Like I think it's even more appropriate after what just happened when we beat yeah. their ass. Bruce Springsteen, you think of mullets. And that's American. Mullets. Oh my god, <laughs> that is, this guy that is, is golden. That is, that is amazing. Yep. Well, I think we could all just agree we're happy we're not Mexican because not only yeah. did they get eliminated, they had the goat tap dancing on their jersey. Like it doesn't get any worse than being Mexican this week. Am I right? No. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was rough. That was a rough game. I, I, Look, and then you had Canelo kind of to come back on his word and be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I remember reacting. Like it's it's a rough week to be from Mexico. But well, I, before we get into the oh, – go ahead. No, I mean, I, I think that that was just such a dumb a dumb take on the whole thing with stepping on the jersey and stuff. Like, so what, somebody can't take their cleats off? Like, I don't get it. Well, I mean, I mean, not to get too into it, but, I mean, that's really what it was. Like, he was just taking off his cleat and he lifted up his leg. And coincidentally, this, you know what's really fucked up? Mexico didn't even get to wear their second kit. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, the white one, and that shit was nice white, too. That was really no, nice. Gonna, that was, and they didn't, they didn't have a chance to play with it. They're gonna get to wear it while they watch. Where they make their money? That's the thing. Adidas makes fire jerseys for Germany. They make fire jerseys for Mexico, Spain. They know what countries sell. Yeah, yeah. but you know what countries aren't gonna be playing in those jerseys in the round of sixteen? Germany, and Mexico. Germany, Mexico, Spain yeah. made um, it by the skin of their teeth. Belgium. Belgium too. Oh man, that was that was oh, a man. big that was big time. Right they definitely rocking the the cane sleeves, cane cane and Undertaker sleeves with the fire going up them. <laughs> man, I feel I feel for Lukaku. But um, before we get into the before we get into the inter- oh, it's because you with the Chelsea thing. That's why you don't like them. Before we get into the whole international soccer, quick housekeeping for Inter Miami. We were just talking about Messi. Rumor started up again for like the forty seventh time. It's He's coming. He's coming. We don't know if he's really coming. But one thing that sounds almost for sure that's happening is that his boy, Sergio Busquets, is on his way to Miami. No yeah. contract has been signed, but he said, I want to go play in MLS, preferably in Miami. I feel like that's as concrete as it gets that he's coming. And him yeah. being Messi's boy makes me feel like, okay, maybe Messi is coming also. But we don't know. And until it's a Something that's a little more concrete. I'm not even going to bother wasting my time talking about Messi. So, Sergio Busquets. I'll start with you, Chris. Chris. Sergio Busquets. What do you think about getting boy Sergio Busquets? Because I know you're not a big fan of him. Look, I mean, but I'm looking at it from a perspective of somebody that's never watched, like, Liga soccer other than, like, you know, what's happening here and stuff, right? I watch World Cup and and I play FIFA and – 
Sergio Busquets is not like the greatest player in FIFA, so I'm like, oh, Sergio Busquets. But then when people talk about Sergio Busquets, everybody's like, oh my god, fucking, he's a, a an awesome midfielder. He passes, plays defense, does everything, right? But I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm a good perspective on, I guess, what the expectations are. To me, he's just a guy. I don't know. But I'll everybody says it's like, what, what, what is it, Wilson? Well, so because you, you definitely probably I'll have take- more. So you have to look at his position, his actual number on the field. He's a number five. Uh-huh. So he's 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 in the back. He's doing a lot of cleanup, and he's doing a lot of directing. Mm-hmm. So he plays more off the ball. Like, if you like watch, a mota. If you, if you watch like a, season, like a mota. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and he's he's calling plays every single. He's calling every single pass. So he's not necessarily passing the ball, but he's telling who to go where and what pass to do and what pattern they're doing. So what next time you watch him. Watch what he's calling. When Spain, he's starting for Spain. So, yeah. I mean, for us to get a caliber, think, caliber player like that's kind of crazy. Um, and, the question and is, I what's going to happen to Because that's our 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 best player, and he plays the same position. So, are we going to start two fives back there? I mean, a five and an eight, and you know, well, that, that's up, what but. I think is weird because we have Mota and we have uh, Gregory. So I'm like, so somebody's going to be Mota's left out. Mota's more, more versatile, and Gregory well, like, likes to. Player. I think he led the league. Uh, well, Mota, he's he's just so aggressive when he's offensive. Like, he just – if he has a shot, he's taking it. And I appreciate that. But, I mean, for my number five, I, I, I don't really need that from him, especially when he wasn't converting very often. Now, I, I know that Ben is a big Bryce Duke guy. But if we get somebody like Sergio Busquets, Bryce Duke – even less minutes because we're just going to keep fueling into that midfield. So I don't even no, know if this no. is – you don't think so? That's Go ahead, good. Wilson. No, 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 because because uh, Bryce Duke would be probably playing, you know, higher up in the pitch. He'll probably be playing like a 10, you know, attacking mid. So, But so if Pozuelo doesn't come back. back. He's going to be helping out that back line because we need help. I mean, no, we I, start I get that. We're only starting – we're only starting three set. We're only starting three midfielders, right? So it's usually Busquets, Gregory, and then Pozuelo's been the one leading the charge in the top of that midfield. The only yeah, place I can see sometimes is weird. It is yeah, weird. It's know. so weird. Is, it's it's is Pozuelo it's, coming back? Is my question. Yeah, I think so. I hope so. I believe so. As a DP, I don't know if they have one-year contracts for DPs. I don't know how that works. I'm really not, you know. I'm not that, sure that knowledge about MLS contracts, but that would I don't know. Well, I have a I think question. I've never, MLS contracts. never. I have a I don't question. How I, have a, I have a question, Ben, because you probably know as what? well, but you know, just as well as Wilson. What do you feel about Sergio Busquets? Do you think that he would be an asset to a team like Inter Miami? Or 100%. is he kind of on the decline? I mean, like we have to we have to put it into context, right? Like he at, in his prime, he was one of the best midfielders in the world, right? Like that—that that skill doesn't kind of go away. He's he, like like Wilson said, he starts for Spain. Spain is possibly like a dark horse or a favorite because they had a tough group and came out of that um, into in the World Cup. And he's he's the leader on the field. He's the manager on the and, field. The Rex and passes. they're going to a youth movement, and they still have him starting. Yeah, hey, so watch he's, him, watch he's a yeah he's he's a big time dude. Like he makes passes. Like I said it in the group chat that me and Danny have with the, with the fam, he's like a thirty on pace, but a three hundred on passing. Like yep. he's not he's not gonna chase anybody down. He's not gonna stop a, a fast like, like a fast break or a turnover. He'll make the foul if he's if he's around it. He's he's not gonna be that that pace guy, but he'll he'll pick a pass that you'll be like, yo, how the fuck did he see that? Like nobody else saw. It. Like everybody's watching the game, but nobody only he sees that pass. Only he sees, but he'll be the guy that that cuts out a pass when it's trying to be played onto him, because he see, he recognizes the field so well. Especially since that. Phil Neville likes to play out of the back. Oh yeah, yeah. So, well, so that, I think that would be really helpful. But I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll we'll see. The thing is, once he steps into the MLS, he's going to be the smartest player in the MLS. Yes, but you know what? I, I, I'm going to give you a comparison. Pirlo came to MLS. I mean, I think Pirlo might have been a little older than uh, Busquets is right now when he got here. Mm-hmm. But Pirlo didn't have as big of an impact as I thought he might. That team was and a nightmare. I, the only one who put in work was Villa. 
Yeah, Vito, yeah, Vito ended up being MVP, and Lampard played like one and a half games hurt. the whole the whole two years that he was there. Um, was but hurt. yeah, I, I was expecting more from Pirlo, so I don't know if that would end up kind of being the the, the same thing with Busquets. Because my fear when players come to the MLS is kind of like what happened with Iguain. It's like you look good because you have players to compliment you around you. When you come to the MLS, I mean, I love the MLS and I'm always uh, defending it. But let's be honest. The talent level isn't as high as the ones in Europe. So is he gonna be pick is he gonna be picking out passes to players that aren't finding space to receive those balls? Let's, like things like that kind of worry me. So that does worry me a little bit. But hey, if we can get him and he my worry is that he takes up a DP spot because I don't want him to take a DP spot, to be honest with you. You know we're gonna pay him under the table on some weird ass sponsorship. Like, oh, hey, <laughs> give, give him some, give him some Gareth <laughs> Bale type of contract, and I'm happy. On the low, like for 500k, and he has another sponsorship for another 1.2, and like that's how it works, you know. I, I would hope so because we got we got Pop Powell for a fucking Matweedy that ended up being just a mascot for our team. So Matweedy does tours on the Bright Line. That's what his job is. <laughs> I know he's a mascot. <laughs> he's a fucking mascot. I'm joking. You think I'm I know, I believe no, you. I know, or, it's or, wild. He was out there doing photo shoots on the exit on the, on the Bright Line. Like, like, a, well, like I, a standing... I told Chris, I told Chris, I was like, look, our, the DP that we got all the sanctions for, it was literally him. He's literally our mascot. And this is what we're paying all those sanctions for. for yeah, a yeah, I think that's crazy. I, I think the sucky part is, is now we're going to have to transition to putting Pizarro on the Bright Line. Because that's a that's another one that you want to he couldn't even Pizarro. get sold. He couldn't no. get traded. No, we're gonna buy his ass out. I don't. I I, I refuse to believe Pisado gonna come back. That guy. So before we, he was like I a walking tornado. He just would spin in circles. It, it was it was terrible, and he ended up being the first gold scored ever for our franchise. So he's gonna live in infamy forever. Wow. That's um, crazy. So before we finish up with Inter Miami, real quick, uh, we I just brought up Phil Neville. Now, last episode, me and Chris were talking about how he only got a one-year contract and how we were wondering why that was. Now, this is my theory, Wilson. Uh, my theory was he got a one-year contract because I think there's a possibility that Messi comes and they're going to let Messi choose who the coach is. That's my theory. Now, this is my other theory that I've just added on to. You just I think that's Martinez. Right now? Yeah, yeah, I'm just making it up. I think that's mm-hmm. Martinez ends up coming and coaching the into Miami team. Now that he's out of Mexico, this guy over here, he, he has a history. He <laughs> has a history. He's got theories. Cooking it up. He's he, the dark he web out here, bro. He's the dark he web. He coached Messi in Barcelona. He, he was the the coach over there in Argentina. He's got the history of Messi. Messi, I'm telling you, I feel it. That's okay. my theory. That's that's not bad. Um, number one, the Neville should good. not have gotten re up in his contract. He's a so nice what? guy. Look, Neville should have never been re-upped, number one. Oh. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Oh, I'm not saying he's, he's, that's, a, that's a toasty Listen. take. Yeah, that's a toasty on, take. That's a, that's, to me. That's, he has a nice personality. That's, uh. Listen to me. He's, it's nepotism. You know, I mean, it is what it is. It's his boy toy. Him and his, his boy Beckham. He's not going to fire his boy, so he gave him a nice it's, shot. It's not nepotism. He never, didn't even play him in the playoffs or anything. It was just the Barcelona game. No, I'm not. T- what are you talking about? No, I'm not talking about that Beckham. I'm talking about David Beckham. He's not going to fire his boy. Oh, okay. So, no, so then what are you talking about? about? So I thought you were talking about playing his son. No, okay. no, no. I'm talking about I see, I see what you're not saying. firing uh, no, oh, because okay, they're I got you. I got you. United and their boys, you know. He's not going to fire his mm-hmm. boy. Mm-hmm. So then what do you what do you think Wilson about like do you think so you, as you just said right now like you you don't you don't believe that he should have been given the the extra the extra no, year. And and he never tried anything. He never kept consistency when something was working. Yeah. He tried to be cute with a lot of shit. When I'm like, what are you doing? He tried a lot of experiments when it wasn't needed. I yeah, think so. he earned the one year contract by making the playoffs. I mean, shit. Look, Three quarters of the look, league makes the playoffs. Is that a, is that an accomplishment to make? I mean, it's, an, it's an accomplishment. It's, it's an accomplishment when everybody assumed that you weren't going to be the seventh, and when everybody assumed that you were going to be the twelfth. With the sanctions, because because of your form, because of what, how he was and, managing. No, no, but he he was okay changing the management for Pizarro. Oh my God, for Pozuelo because he was very stubborn. But when when man, I'm getting the names confused. Jesus, when Pozuelo came in, when Pozuelo came in, 
he was like, you know what? Let's change this up. Let's stop playing with, with five in the back. Let's start attacking. But let's start playing up the wings because that was constantly just playing up the wings, playing up the wings. As soon as they got Pozuelo, all right, let's change this shit up. Let's play up the middle with Pozuelo. I think he was, he was adaptable. He changed for Pozuelo and the team that he had at that moment. And, and it ended up working out. They made the playoffs. So I, well, I, Pozuelo I, I'm, also, mm-hmm. no, but he opened up everything for Higuain. Yes. Higuain, yeah. number 10. Higuain wore number 10, but he wore that out of, I'm going to be finally a number 10. But he, in yes. his position, he's really a nine. Yeah. You know, he's not a 10. And, and no. Pozuelo's a 10. He's a creator. So he finally had somebody creating for him where he could run these lanes and do what he does and just blast it, you know? Right. That's but what he but does. That, was, that was a lot of tactic also because I, Neville was just playing up the wings. Chris used to love that Neville. shit. He's like, yes, Neville's, give me speed yeah. up the wings. Yeah, but then and then the counter attack kills us. Yeah, yeah, because that's a thousand percent correct. Right. And then we only have three I, center backs trying to cover everything else. And that's why and I didn't like it. But, enough. And that's why Mabika always got fucked over, and Lowe always got fucked over, and fucking the nightmare McVeigh was was you know shit like that happened all the time. Nightmare. Can only do so much. If you push yelling up and down the flanks, he can only do you know. You want so the sticking. So then sticking so then sticking to Neville, right? He got the one year extension. Like what do, all right, at this point, do you think that what do you think should happen? Like, or what do you think it would take for him to actually earn a better extension? Or is it basically this is the one and done for him? He has to make it to the to the I would say conference finals it like the Eastern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say either Eastern Conference Finals or the MLS Cup. He would have to make it. And significant improvement because we were we were good at home, but on the yes. road, Jesus Christ, we were we were a nightmare. Yeah, it was a so. Terrible on the road, terrible. Oh. Or or that, that, goes, that goes to lack of focus. You know, if, if the team is not focused on the road, then that's on the, on the coaching. All right. Well, I still think Tata Martino is going to end up being our coach, but we'll wait fire. and see for that one. I, I think that's what's going to end That'd up happening. I think I think I think that one year contract. I think it was well thought out. I don't think that was just a. Because you could give somebody two, three-year contract and then fire them early. I think that one-year contract was done on purpose. He's going to chill before he comes. Yeah, yeah he's going to chill. Man. He'll be here for 2023. Look he's at all of you messages. cooking it up with Danny. It's it happening. It happening. All right. So, yeah. Enter Miami. Done for now. Let's move on to the USA. We made it out of the group stage. It was, um, I mean, we didn't lose, which is great. I wish we would have beat Wales. Uh I think we should have beat Wales. I think that was the only half of soccer, uh, because it's called soccer, the only half of soccer that we played poorly. So out of the, what, six halves, we only played one poor half because we dominated the first half against Wales. We dominated the whole game against England. And for the most part, same thing with Iraq. So I think we played pretty well. So I was going to ask, I'll start off with Ben. What did you think about the performances for the first three games? I was I was honestly shocked, man. I was shocked when they started Team Ream. Like, recap, when they started Team Ream, they didn't play any of the, any of the qualifiers, and he's been their best defender, which is like another guy that doesn't have much pace. Um, I would have, look, we've had the arguments. I would have, I would have liked to seen some changes, but I can't really argue with the results of being undefeated in, the, in that group. When we were one kick away at times, or one couple bounces away from being taken out by Iran, or or one header from uh, from Harry Kane, that could have been a totally different thing at the end of that game. But man, mm-hmm. the way we played that 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 draw with England felt like the biggest win I've ever like For I've sure. ever experienced. It was so insane. I was like, we we're, beat them. Yeah, I know we got one point, no. but it was like, yo, did we? Yes, we did. These- we fucked and beat them. No, we didn't. No, we got it. We really should have Tyler Adams had Jude, Jude Bellingham in his pocket, man. Get out of here. I didn't, yeah, I, didn't I forgot Jude Bellingham played in that game. Old. Yeah, Southgate was pulled amazing. The, Southgate pulled the triple G, and I appreciate it. That's a, Southgate is <laughs> that's that that their own country's version of triple G. He's a he's a disaster. Yeah. He's but we have our say. own disaster here too, who, who starts sergeant. So no way. I, I'm Ooh, glad that you guys. Spicy. I like it. I think yeah, both, I'm both. Good. You know what I noticed I'm... is that both Ben and Wilson are not fans of Sergeant. 
both of them. We don't. Well, I mean, we don't. Like, what? What? Why? Why are we not giving a chance to Pajeda? What? What has he done wrong? Who? To give chances to Pajeda doesn't why, switch why the box. Giving... We don't have a oh, nine. We're all the same. Well, look. Before we we keep going, I, I'm glad that you guys brought up Triple G because I, I really wanted to talk about this. Triple G. I fucking hate Greg Berhalter. I hate this. I hate this fucking scrolling question Ticker? right here. You don't like this talker? Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I all okay, I ahead. see is hate for Greg Berhalter. That's it. That's all I see. The only love he gets is from sneaker social media pages on his sneakers. That's it. That's all the only love he gets. But I think we got to give him more love. Because he's done absolutely everything that you wanted him to do. When he got hired, what did you want him to do? You wanted him to beat Mexico, did that. You wanted him to win a couple of trophies, got a couple of those. Qualify for the World Cup, got that. Get out of the group stage, got that. Like, why do you keep hating? Let me start with Wilson. Wilson, why are you still hating on Triple G? He's not a winner. He's a tire. <laughs> he, he is winning, <laughs> though. He plays for a draw. He plays for a draw. In England, he was happy with a draw. Any real manager is not happy with a draw in any situation. You should always I tell agree. your best 11 to think that they're going to win. If you don't believe in your but team, they, don't be in the sport. But I, but I think that he did play for a win. Weston McKinney should have had that goal in the first half when he just sailed it for some reason. And if he gets that, that's 1-0 and they won. But the, still, you should not – even at the end of the match, he was trying to play for a draw. Like, no, you don't do that. Look at this whole World Cup. Look at all these underdogs. Like, why can't we beat England? They're not that much better than us. I don't understand, and like, I, why we can't go for a win. We were just playing for a tie. Like, no, man. Stomp their – you know, stomp them out. Why, why, why are we playing so safe? We played too I, safe. I, and I agree with Wilson is that at the end, you started noticing that they were playing for the tie. But now, Ben, let me toss it over to you. What do you think about, about Triple G? All right, so I'm, I'm going to try to keep this short and sweet like uh, Wilson just did. He doesn't just place for the tie. Like, he, he holds on. Right, like he did it against Iran, putting putting in the back five with when they subbed out Zimmerman for, for Wea. There's no going for the throat. You have to kill these teams. And if you constantly try to play safe and prevent defense, at some point it's going to come back to bite you in the ass. We got, yes, we, you know what I'm saying? Like, it can happen. Now with these... This it's good. like they he never does it. He never gives like he never gives Polisic another outlet to work with him, right? Like you see way away off to the side. Sergeant is always digs in too deep. There's no outlet. That's why Polisic has to make 60 yard runs by himself because there's nobody there. And and that's part of the tactic because that's what Greg does. Greg goes, Look, this is where you're gonna stay. This is where I need you to play. You there's no freestyling with him. It's PowerPoint or die. And that's that's been my problem with him. He doesn't let the, these kids can be so much better than they are, and it feels like Greg is pulling them back. Like, no, man, you're going to play my way. You're going to play my way, and that's it. And that you can't keep playing for a one nothing because that I ran, that thing went through, uh, was it Matt Turner's legs? If that, if Zimmerman isn't there, right, we're we're home right now. Just they're they're home just like we are. But, but I'm, that looking, I'm mean... looking at the formation right now from last match, and it's the same formation that you use when you start playing FIFA or PES. It's the basic, the basic ass rookie four three three, and like yeah. with, with our fullbacks that we have on our team, with Serginho Dest is more of a fullback than a, a true right back. You know, mm-hmm. he he's defending is okay. He's very great going forward and creating, but defending is meh. And Anthony Robinson can do both. We're not using them yes. correctly. We should use them as wing backs, um, and we should have three center backs. Well, we one thing take out. I, I didn't understand why Shaq Moore got into the game. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> you just blew their minds. Because Joe Scali no, could have no, gotten into him. the game. That's what he does. Hell, I would have even put Yedlin in before I put Shaq Moore. Like, I, I'm not I sure know, why. I don't know why Shaq Or, or I wouldn't have taken out Dest. I don't even know why he took out Dest. I wouldn't have taken out Dest either. Our subs were Aronson, Acosta, Zimmerman, and, and Shaq Moore. But you know and what? Haji Wright. I, 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 was, I was okay with all of those except for Haji Wright and um, yeah, Haji Wright. You're and, right, uh, and Shaq right, Moore. I, I, I'm not a fan of Haji Wright. I thought that that at the one point where at that point you're, you, the game's ending, you just gotta to eat the clock, and he had a yeah. chance to dribble the ball out to the sideline. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna go take a really bad shot right now and give the ball right back, and that led almost <laughs> to an opportunity. And I was like, 
what the fuck is this guy doing? Now, I, yeah. I, was, I was good with him going to the back five to end the game because he's like, fuck it, let's just win this game now that we, the game's almost over. And that's when he brought Zimmerman in. But I thought that he made a mistake putting in Haji Wright instead of Gio Reyna because Gio Reyna can stand on that ball. He can, he, he he can up play with, with the ball. There is a he slept with his wife. Does he have a wife? Because he, I'm convinced Gio Reyna slept but with his wife. Gio, Greg Ballhalter grew up playing with, with Reyna's pops. They're friends. Yes, Claudio. So he grew yeah. up knowing Gio Reyna as a kid. I don't know something what kind of rift there. happened between camp and the World Cup, but it, something happened. But you know, Chris, to put out I don't, a, a phenom. It's weird. Chris, I don't know if you got to see the video of the USA celebrating in the hotel when they arrived to the hotel. Did you, did yes, you watch I that did. video? Yes, did you I see Gio Reyna walking in behind everybody? Well, the thing is, I have mixed feelings about that about that video because I did see that at the end of the game, he was happily celebrating with his team. Was he? Uh, yeah, yeah. I could be able to tell that he was like embracing his teammates. They just won, whatever the case was. But then at the end, when you see them walking through the hotel or that room, that's when you see him just looking muggy as hell, just looking mm-hmm. sour as shit. And I'm He's thinking to myself, too. yeah, well, but you know what? And, 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 it, and it brings me back to the point that Ben brought up that there's like this rift between them. Same thing that Wilson just said, right? There's this rift between, happen. yeah, between Gio Reyna and, uh, and Triple G. I'm thinking to myself, dude, this guy is one of the better players in the team. Why is this guy seeing the damn field? Like, Wilson, what do you think about that? Like, I'm, I'm looking at you the, really like I'm looking down at, at it right now at the formation again. I don't think that we should even be having three up top. We should have we, our our strongest point is our midfield. We can start McKinney, Adams, Musa, Serginho Dest on the wing, and Robinson on the wing. That's five midfielders right there. Why don't we do that? Why? Because we're putting Sargent in. We're forcing Sargent and we're forcing Weya. I, I get it. Weya scored a goal, but. <coughs> Sarge didn't play that bad last game. He put some shots on that, target. Yeah, and then I thought he was good receiving the ball at the too. first touch. Uh, I thought he, his hold-up play was pretty good. Like, I'm not a huge Sergeant fan. I've told Ben and Chris in previous episodes that I'd rather us play with a false nine. I'd rather Gio Reyna go in as a false nine than have a striker because in reality, I think our biggest weakness is striker. We don't have a striker. We don't have a number nine. Not a lot of countries so do, just, yeah. yeah. So, so let's just play with a false mm-hmm. nine. That's what I always expected. We That's do. what we I was do. hoping. Ferreira's a, a striker, but he's not getting a shot. He's not getting a chance. So, mm. Which is I weird because he played almost every game in the qualifiers, and he just he switches it up. Like, he scores. This is, I don't this understand. Is shit. Yeah, this is what he does. Aki. He's no consistency. He likes to be cute and experiment. This is what I'm saying. So now, Ben, reiterate on what you were saying about what, what's going on with the offense in our nine. Well, it's it's they he doesn't look. Greg, Greg tries to be the smartest person in the room when he just when he doesn't believe in like keeping it simple and just figuring out what the putting on the best players. So he puts on a sergeant that gives him the effort that he wants, not somebody that gives him the tactics and the dribbling. Like sergeant, the, he doesn't. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, bro. Like. To, to play Fajeda, the entire World Cup qualifiers, and then he gets no burn, like Haji Wright, that you only play for eight minutes against Mexico, or what? And the, the game, you know what I'm saying? Like he gets further, gets no burn when Sergeant gets injured. So now, if Sergeant's too injured after the scan, I don't know what the results are. You're going to have to rely on what Haji Wright? Because how is Fajeda going to feel? You know what I'm saying? Like we also got to take the mentality of these players into account. Like, is he going to be ready? Is he that guy that doesn't need – or does he need the emotional support? Or is he a guy that just goes in there and goes, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm about to go score. Like, that's you're, – yeah. you're taking a risk there with him, and you already see the body language and all the shit that we're talking about, the whole Gio Reyna, Triple G beef. Again, Gio Reyna is, what, 19, 20 years old? You know what I'm saying? Like, he – and he's – I didn't realize how much bigger he is than Pulisic. Like, he's so much bigger than him. He's like a oh, foot and a half taller than him, yeah. dude. He's like five – yeah. Ben, you've always told me that you like Gio Reyna's personality, right? Because he's the type of guy that yeah. gets pissed and gets in people's faces. Yeah. But I think that yeah. might be working against him in this situation because he's obviously very emotional. He's a young kid. Like, who knows how he's getting into it with Greg Berhalter about this and but then, you know, behind the scenes. But you got to be the adult in the room. Like, you can't – he did the same thing with John Brooks. Like, you can't make your – I know, but that John Brooks is bullshit. Into, 
Yeah, but all of this is bullshit. Like wh- whatever they said is not. A, you know what? I'm not going to play my second best player, or my most, or, or my guy that's going to. He might be the best. best player. You know, yeah. but not play him at all because some he, he you know what he hurt my feelings. The fuck out of here, bro. No, we're, we're trying to okay. win. Well, well like, I don't care if Pulisic if Pulisic doesn't start. Are you expecting to see Gio Reyna on the field? No, because no. Aris is going to start. Aris should be yeah, starting. Aris to be honest. Start. He should yeah. be starting. What? Why the fuck is Sargent starting? So then, so then, what about the starting eleven against the Netherlands? Right. Okay. It's still talking about the the actual lineup and the well, players. Team, I looked it up what? right now. Is they're, they're I mean, compared to the past, the past Dutch teams, this shit. They might mop us now that I'm jinxing it, but they they're not impressive here. Like Van Dijk. Well, I mean, okay. They don't have. They don't have. Yeah, yeah, they, they don't have. have you know? They don't have Van Persie or Robin or anybody like that anymore. But they still got they got they got to pay. They got uh, they got Van Dyke. Uh, Frankie they got De Jong. They got um, De, what's this? De Jong has, has been consistent, but um, De Pays meh. Van Dyke has been up and down with injuries in his hammy, and you know he's 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 older now. You know, he's not he's not the old Van Dyke that we know. You know from three years ago of Liverpool now dominating. Just, yeah. yeah, now he's and just Cody Gakpo's been balling for them. Like, I put, I put him there starting a lot of this I'm not Let's see. Frankie De Jong, yeah, he's gonna he's probably gonna dominate the middle, but we have to put a couple, you know, McKinney's gonna have to stick him and Tyler, Tyler's gonna have to stay, you know, stay on him. Cause so the so Wilson, what do you so Wilson, what do you see this uh, first? I wanna I was I'm gonna start with Wilson and then we'll bounce it over to Ben. What do you see the starting eleven being uh for the next game against the Netherlands? Uh, he's gonna probably pull the same back line, keep Carter Vickers in, uh, because you know yeah. it, it was a shutout. Even though we shut out England as well, um, but I think we're gonna keep the back four just because Bohalt is an idiot. Um, Real quick, before you keep going, you know good. this was the first time that we have consecutive shutouts in the World Cup since you know when? You know when was the last time we did that? Nineteen. When we got third place, like in the nineteen twenties. 1930. 1930 was the 1930 was the last time that we got. I mean, that was the first World Cup ever. That was the that's the last yeah. time that we had consecutive shutouts at a World Cup. I think it was only like eight teams, though, right? And there was a number many, like, <laughs> yeah, so was, like everybody was in the quarter. In the place. Place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, let me see. We're gonna break down the eleven. I think it's what, what you, Matt Turner, you, Robinson, Ream, Carter Vickers, Dust, uh, McKinney, Adams, Musa, and then up top, right. um, I see Aronson starting. I see it depends on pulling. You know what's what's Pulisic's uh, condition? Is he good to go? Is he going to play sixty minutes? Is he going to play thirty minutes? Um, Are his balls broken? Yep, the people need to know. <laughs> No, but I think I think it will be Aronson, Weya, and Pulisic. That's the only change I've seen in the starting lineup. Is, is Sargent out? We'll probably move Weya yeah. to the middle, and then we'll have Aronson on the wing with uh, Pulley on the other side. That's the only difference I see. Weya is nice. Weya is nice. He plays for a big club in France. I mean, no. My really my, big club. my dream, like like I'll go with my dream eleven. Same, basically the same as Wilson. I put uh, Reyna on the right. I know it's not going to happen. And then I put uh, Weya up top. I put and put Weya up top, and then put Pulisic on the left. Like it sucks because we're never going to we're never going to see it this World Cup. Like, <laughs> we're never. If, if Greg, listen, if Greg plays Reyna, I'll shut the fuck up about my about my for a couple days. Right about my Greg hate. I will. You give him like a seven plays, day grace period. Yeah, like if he plays because something like you, we haven't seen another like. Winger, you know what I mean, to be able to dribble like Pulisic does, and Reyna's right there. Like Aronson has it, but Aronson is more—he'll break the line and, and you know, what I'm saying catch you, catch you off guard, and he'll break past you. But he's not going to dribble past you like Reyna and Pulisic will. So, like to have that threat on the wing with an older with an older back line and just not use it, just refuse to use it is is I, something that's going to bother me more. Well, ben, who do you, who do you I, sacrifice, McKinney or Adams? You, you're sacrificing one or Musa. You're losing one if you I, want that. And Musa's I mean, been I, productive for us, man. He's been Musa he's been, has been productive. Been, you can't. Oh, yeah, you can't take I out Tyler Adams. You, you can't take out McKinney you either. You, you, can't, you cannot take out Tyler Adams. 
You cannot. No, Tyler Adams is not. No, Tyler Adams is cemented for the next like 15 years at that position. Like, I don't, unless he's hurt, like that motherfucker is there. Now I'm saying like if if he still plays the Greg four three three right, and you have and you have the wing like I would put Reyna, I'd put Reyna on the right, way in the middle, and Pulisic on the left with the same midfield. Like that's that's okay, the okay. only way I would break it down. And then and then okay. so like if you're gonna bring on McKinney because he is still hurt, then you bring in an Arison for a McKinney and you keep Reyna in. Like bring the fresh leg in the yeah, midfield as opposed to up top. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah, bring Reyna. Arison can. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna give it up, but. You're gonna what you're gonna have is fresh legs in like the 75th minute because Greg doesn't fucking sub after until the 75th because God forbid somebody can play 30 minutes and not 15. And then you have older tired legs with Aaron running around like a fucking chicken. Is there five subs? Yeah, it's five subs. I still (laughs) think whenever McKinney comes off, it's gonna be for Acosta. Because he's a he's a poor man's uh, McKinney. That's my guy. He, I found out he's Puerto Rican. That's how you got that last name. Oh shit! I didn't know that. But he's, the same, he's, he's the same type of player, but obviously not as good as McKinney. But I think that whenever McKinney comes off, it's going to be for Acosta. Um, and and I'm with you guys. I, I basically the same eleven, but I I want to see what I've been wanting to see since before the World Cup started: Pulisic on the left, Aronson on the right, and then Gio Reyna playing a false nine. That's what I've wanted to see. Since before the World Cup, I know I'm not gonna see it because Gio Reyna's not gonna play. Crazy. He's not. He's not gonna play with a false nine. But that's what I want to see. I feel like those are the three best forwards we have, and so I wanted to see them all out there at the same time. Also, if they, they sneeze in their direction, they're gonna get hurt. All those three guys too. They're always in. They're well, very that, injury that, prone. That's the issue with Gio Reyna. Gio Reyna would be a bigger like, star if he, if he wasn't always injured. Yeah, that's true. You know, what, you what do you got to say? So go uh, ahead, Ben. I, honestly, I for, no, I forgot my question. Go ahead. I forgot. I forgot what I was gonna ask. Literally, just <laughs> fucking escaped. Well, you just, know what? Whew. While you work on that, while you work on that, I want to talk about something that really fucking bothered me about one of the recent games. So, as you guys can see, that FIFA has been implementing this like cyberspace offsides deal with fucking robots, <laughs> checking to see if people are offsides or not. Now, for the people that are going to be watching on YouTube, you'll see an image that I'm going to put up of an offsides call that was made in a game between Croatia and Belgium. And I'm just playing it out for you on the people that are listening through the Apple podcast or whatever. I mean, look at this guy, right? They're showing the offsides. I literally cannot tell whether the player is offsides or not. Why is it that this is in place and how is this an offsides? I have no understanding. I no longer understand the offside rule if this is offside. Like, is it to be a, a body part that can score a goal? You cannot score a goal with the, an arm. So I don't know how that draws you offside, but okay. Maybe the knee? Like, see, if well, you see not, the, the, No, it's not yeah. even the knee because if you look, they're like identifying the arms and the elbow. And so to me, when when I look at that image, and I'm going to take the image That's down. true. That second image on the bottom show highlighted the arm. The elbow. Yes, it's elbow and forearm. Yeah, yeah but that's the so thing is that you can't, score. you can't score with your arm. You're not gonna elbow. You're not gonna elbow the the, the soccer ball in the goal, right? So, like, why is that considered offside? Like, well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> and then the referee ended up selling it on eBay, like you said last yeah. time. Uh-huh. And um, but now, but that's the thing, right? Now we're moving into this freaking iRobot world where potentially. We're gonna have robots calling offsides. We're not even gonna have guys refereeing. Football they already do it. They already do, Chris. They already do. There's a technology inside of the ball. It's it's caught by, I believe, a mechanism or some type of shit that's popping off in there. It's not it's not the naked eye anymore. But that's that guy, not happening well, all, in all the leagues, though. No, no, the World Cup, I believe, is is, is happening. Yeah, yeah, because I I see something like that, and that is truly scary. Because it doesn't even look like it's right, right? It looks like it's too right for its own good. I don't know. That I mean, the arm was the suspect. arm was the arm was there. Like the, they, they called it literally as they saw it. Like no, no yeah. judgment, no judgment call. Yeah. Well, that's just yeah, something yeah. I wanted to get off my chest because, like I said, I've been seeing these offside calls by the iRobots, and it's really bothering me because it's just a little too close. 
right? So going back to the Netherlands preview, right? We went over the starting 11. We went over who you guys believe are going to be actually starting the game. What do you anticipate, Ben, the score to be for your boy, Triple G? Goddamn, throwing me first. All right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just because just because it's what we've experienced so far, I think I want to go one nothing U.S. and we're just holding off for, for dear life with our Ooh. buttholes clenched. Yuck. And then Greg doing some stupid ass substitution that makes us all mad, and then we you know, and we're, again we're holding off for dear life. Like it, it feels like that's just that's been the rhythm of the of of this entire se- of this entire uh, World Cup for us. It's going to be very difficult to score because they they play five in the back. They got Virgil yeah. Van Dyke anchoring that back line, and they got this guy Ake from Man City, and I forgot who's the name of the other no, guy. No, they play they, they play three in the back, yo. They play three. Well, in the back. well I mean, three in the back, but I, I count five with the with but the fullbacks. Yeah, they bring their wingbacks. Yeah, they bring the right. fullbacks uh, back. Yeah. With with Daily Blend, which is fucking slow as shit. I don't even know why he's yeah. out there. And then Sergino Des would be starting for them if he if he would have chosen to play for the <laughs> Netherlands. So I'm not too worried about yeah. their right back. So, um, but their their three center backs are solid. So it's it's not going to be yeah. easy. Have you guys watched any Netherlands games? Did anybody watch the Netherlands game? Did anybody watch? Well, the, the thing with the play? Netherlands is that they they didn't have they didn't look dominant, and they played against Qatar, which is the only team they technically dominated. But it was literally the worst team in the World Cup. Yeah. Literally, they they only made yeah. it because they were the host country. And then they had yeah. Senegal, which they beat 2-0. and then they struggled like crazy against Ecuador. They tied them 1-1, and it wasn't a pretty game. So there, there was a stat out there that if you average out the rankings of our opponents, we it was 14th, right? It was like an average yeah. of 14th place ranks. If you average mm-hmm. out the rankings of the Netherlands, their opponents, it was like 38 or something like that. Like they haven't played as tough a competition as we have when we played against England, which is the hardest game. And then Iran wasn't too bad either, the Wales. So I think that because they haven't looked dominant, I think Americans are looking at this like we have a chance. And I'll let you finish with your prediction, we Ben. We do. Yeah, that was my prediction. One nothing holding yeah, off of your life. Yeah, it's that one nothing super boring triple G game. Now, yeah, we'll and, and, then, and, and then no Reina. And then no Reina again. And, oh, and I, I remember my question. Hold on. Wait, my bad. I remember my question. Uh, do you guys think with this Reina shit, since he's super young, that we have a, a fucking Carlos Vela type of situation like with Mexico? Like where like he just never plays with us again or or until they fire Greg? Or what, is that when he comes back in? You know what I'm saying? What do you like, think, Wilson? He, Greg I want Jesse Marsh as our manager. So hopefully I mean, yeah. Greg, Greg's out, Marsh comes in, and, and it's a brand new type of vibe and look and and, and you know movement. Because I, I get it. I love the what young movement. Till then? That are, yeah. Who? You're yeah, saying Jesse till Marsh, then? Like, oh, yeah, Jesse I Marsh. Too. I mean, you're saying. What, 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 when do we start qualifiers for the next World Cup? Or will we be, be no on World Cup, right, in two years? We're hosting, yeah, so Cup. we don't have to. Yeah, Gold Cup. Yeah, well, I think it's next summer. I think Gold Cup is next It'll summer. Gold Cup. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, he'll, I think he'll play. I think he'll play. I think something happened before the World Cup, and and it's just maybe his head's not in it. We don't know. We're not there, so we know. Yeah, we're not yeah. behind the scenes. We're not in training. We're not in practice. We don't know. He 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 has eyes on him way more than we do. Yeah, for you sure. Know? Yeah, that's right. So the the Gold Cup begins June twenty sixth. Okay, twenty twenty three. I think he's staying. Yeah, he's staying. I mean, this is his chance. You know, to make it. He's still super young. Next World super Cup is going to be twenty six. He's you know? 20 right now. Get oh, the hell out of here. Oh, he's a baby. Yeah. yeah. He can't even drink. Right, here. Get out of here. No, he can't. So, Wilson, Netherlands, what do you think? What's your prediction for the Netherlands game? I think 2 2. Goes to Ooh, PKs okay. and we win and we're all shitting on ourselves and, and nervous as fuck. And yeah, 2 2. Wow. Wide open because I think it's just going to be fucking horrendous defense. People going for tackles that they shouldn't be going for, uh, passes going through that shouldn't be going through, and and finally some 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 goal scoring and shit. So I think it's gonna be two two, um, and then it's gonna go stalemate in, in extra time, and then we're just gonna 
like I said, shitting ourselves during that those PKs because that shit is gonna be stressful. That's fuck. Oh god. That well, that is um, that is a trembling situation. I'll go ahead and I'll give fun, my fun way to go, go out though. That's a fun fun way to go. Oh, for uh, sure. I mean, with all the uh, the build up and then kick after kick after kick after. I mean, that's something that after it completes and your team wins, it is a high gonna, like like none other. I'm gonna be watching that fucking game from work. I don't know how I'm gonna keep myself quiet. Oh my goodness! You guys should be at Dubliner. All Dubliners, the real ones. <sighs> Well, I'm yeah, gonna go with my I'm gonna go with my prediction, right? And I'm gonna say it's gonna be three two USA wins the game. Oof, three Oof. two. Yeah, three? Put, I'm having a hard time believing we could put two on them. Oh three my god, three. that's why I said one. Like uh, no. <laughs> They're gonna say eight rules now. That second one. <laughs> that second one happens. Like, that second one. I'm happens usually the one. I'm usually. I'm usually the one that overshoots when it comes to these scores. So I feel like since Wilson confidently said two two, I said, eh, I think uh, we can one. squeeze in an extra goal. You know, why not? That, that's so that's that the Emerson. Is- that's the Emerson coming out of him. Yes. Oh yes. my God, fucking Emerson! All right, <laughs> Which I can't um, wait right. to see him. What you got, Danny? So, what you got, Cody? Cody Gakpo. I don't think enough people are talking about him. This kid's a fucking baller. He is the you're the about to main predict threat. the loss for us. He's the main threat outside of Memphis Depay. Memphis Depay hasn't played as good as he has uh, so far this World Cup, but he's been picking it up. I think Gakpo is the key for them, but I think this is – and it's weird saying this is coming out party because he's played so well, but I think every single person in the World Cup focuses in on Tyler Adams after he puts Gakpo in his back pocket. Tyler Adams is going to shut down Gakpo, which is might be like – this kid, Cody Gakpo, might be like working on a big-ass contract coming up after the World Cup because of the way he's playing. But Tyler Adams is going to get even a bigger contract because of this game. With that said, I think we're going to have a hard time scoring. I think this game ends 1-1, much like Wilson said. I think we unfortunately end up going to penalty kicks. And I think that it's hard to predict penalties. But I do think that unfortunately we might end up losing in PKs. Now I feel I, like we have the better keeper. We have the better keeper. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Now and they have their they keeper. Have Memphis Bleak kicking kicks. Memphis Depay. No one's afraid of Memphis Bleak. Get out of here. Their goalkeeper. His name is Andres Nopert. You know what I found out man? about this guy? He's <laughs> six. Really? He's six nine. Oh, should we play basketball? He is the tallest goalkeeper at the World Cup. Frederick so Weiss. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming that that is very beneficial if you guess, because, I mean, it's a guessing game when it comes to penalty kicks. If you guess correctly and you got that long a reach. You're for sure you blocking block that. So, no, I don't yeah. think you so might. I'm, I think you for sure will. So here I mean, we that, have that, 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 that Destiny had in um, – the Poland match against Messi, that was insane because he had to extend his arm and have like extreme yes, accuracy. That was a crazy save. That was insane. Unfortunately, as much as I hate to say it, I, I, I don't think that we make it out of this round. I would love for us to. I've I've been saying it since 2014. I mean, unfortunately, I wasn't doing a podcast back then, so there's no actual proof because I didn't tweet it either. But I've been telling Ben at least cool since 2014. Yeah, yeah. I've been saying 2026, we're going to make at least the final four. I still stick with that. If we can move on to the final eight, I'll feel even better about it. The fact yeah. that we're hosting in 2026, I feel even better about it. And I'm just going to stick with that prediction will be the final four in 2026. But I'm going to end it with this. I'm going to ask each one of you. I'll start with Chris. If our run ends on Saturday, was this a successful World Cup? Yeah, I think For so. the United States. I think it. Okay. I, I think I think it could be seen as a successful World Cup, especially considering that the next one's going to be in the United States. You know, so there's a lot of promise there, a lot of our players developing. So I, I, I think it could be seen as a success. What about you, Wilson? Um, we didn't make the last World Cup, so that's already a success. Uh, we have what the third youngest team, I believe, or fourth youngest team. First, um, young. No, we don't have the youngest, do we? No, we got yep. the third youngest, third or fourth. No, so, okay. so we had the, start, the, the youngest starting 11. Yes, we had the youngest, the, the starting, the youngest 11. starting 11. 
That's yeah. insane. So in four mm-hmm. years, when these kids are, like you said, 24, 25, 26, and they're actually reaching their prime when they're 28, it's going to be scary for the rest of the world. So, um, yeah, I think for it was sure. a progress and it was a success this time around. We can only grow from here. If we don't, then, you know, this is the World Cup. Get Greg out of here. No, he should be out by then. <laughs> Greg, no, Greg, Greg should be gone by next Gold Cup. This is 100% a success. Like, like Wilson said, we didn't make the last World Cup. Coming To come out of the group with the younger starting 11, that show's promised. The, all these Undefeated. kids, right? Yeah, all these kids are gonna be at way bigger clubs next time. Like next time they come around, like Tyler Adams is balled out. Like Tyler Adams, but it's not gonna be at Leeds next year. He's gonna he's be gonna shut down Cody Gakpo, and he's gonna be in a big club. You're right, uh huh. But it's it's gonna be big time. So yeah, it's 100. Like my my Greg hate doesn't doesn't make me not blind to the fact that this is a very successful already World Cup. And if yeah. if by some even if they take it to PKs with Netherlands, even more successful, because then PKs you just never know what the fuck is gonna happen, and you just kind of hope for the best. So yeah, this is and 100%. at that point you never lost in regulation. Exactly. So it's it's all good. Yeah, one hundred percent a success. Well, I co-sign yeah. what all three of you guys said. I think it's a success, um, but I think it's gonna be pretty wild if we win this game, and have a matchup against possibly Argentina. Oh, this dog. Oh, how That's great would it be to send Messi home? Well, you Son, this guy's unbearable. He's already oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm already whooping Brazil's ass in the final four. That, that's it. I got yet the boy over here. This guy's sipping over there. I just said, I, just said we, I think we're gonna lose on Saturday, but if we win on Saturday, I said I'm, I'm going wild. I'm going yeah, to losing all, losing all, shit, yeah. That's it. Also, we're, we're just champs. That's if it. We you Mbappe, that's what, yeah. Yeah. We're going Saturday. I'm screaming out, fuck you, Mbappe, all day. I want France. Let me tell you something. <laughs> the way this World Cup has gone with, like, Japan beating Germany, Japan beating Spain, like, all these Saudi Arabia beating Argentina, why can't we beat the Netherlands? Am I going to put money on it? No. Do I think it can't yeah, happen? Sure. Definitely not. I definitely think we can beat them. I, I you, know know Chris, you, know. you know Chris is a wild-ass little parlay boy. Look at him. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I think I might do Ooh. that for sure. Just on a well, random parlay? Put, put some right. money on some dogs. Bet 100 and get 320 because right now they're they're uh, they're uh, plus 320. So go ahead. All right, I think well, I might make some bets on some dogs. Thank you guys for joining us on episode number 25. Uh, again, I'm hoping we're celebrating a, a victory. And um, as always, I believe that we will.